you've definitely heard Isaiah 53, 5 that says, By his stripes we are healed. And 1 Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes we were healed. In other words, if we were, then we are. Usually when I preach on healing, I share these scriptures and I talk about how we as the children of God have already had healing purchased for us. Amen. We're not the sick trying to get healed. We're the healed and the devil's trying to make you sick. Right? We shouldn't be trying to get healing because healing is who we are. Healed is who we are. Amen? I am the redeemed. I am the healed of the Lord. Amen? Did you hear me? You are the healed. It's your identity. It's not something you're trying to get. It's who you are. Say, I am the healed of the Lord. Amen. Well, that's one thing that I would usually preach. <laughs> but it's not the direction that the Holy Spirit wants me to go tonight. Another way I might go in teaching on healing is that salvation and healing is a package deal. We find this out in Romans where Paul preached the gospel. Um, in Romans 1.16, he said... I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The footnote in the Schofield Bible says that the Hebrew and Greek words for salvation imply the ideas of deliverance, safety, preservation, healing, and soundness. Praise God. So Paul was saying, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto deliverance, safety, preservation. How many of you all want to live long lives and not look old? Well, there's a scripture right there, right? Preservation, healing, 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 and soundness. It's a package deal. Did you hear me? It's a package deal. It comes with it. I'm redeemed. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm set free. It's all in one. It's not separated. Amen. Amen. And you get healing the same way you get saved. You hear, you believe, you receive. Amen. Well, that's one direction I might go, but it's not the direction I'm going to go tonight. The direction I was planning on going was the compassion of Christ. All through the four Gospels, we see over and over again that Jesus was moved with compassion and he healed. He was moved with compassion and he healed. Moved with compassion. Over and over again, we read that, right? Well, he also said... That I only say what my father says and I only do what my father does. Jesus was was moved with compassion because our father is moved with compassion. And it's compassion. In that compassion, the father came up with the whole plan of redemption. It wasn't a plan out of the mind of God. It was a plan from the heart of God. He loves you. And his compassion, it's not just love. You know, he's, he's capable, he's able, but compassion is his want to. Aren't you glad he wants to? And because he wanted to, he did. Amen. Amen. In his compassion, he has healed you. Glory to God. The Father loves you. And in that love, he wants you whole, healed, free. Amen. Amen. And he's given you everything already to walk in that. Hallelujah. Well, that's a really amazing truth to realize, isn't it? Awesome revelation. But it's not the way the Holy Spirit wanted me to go tonight. (laughs) The title of my message tonight is not something that you might, those that know me, think that I would teach or preach. 
But God does that. He has us do things that are outside of our comfort zone. Amen. The title is, Knowledge is Power. Knowledge is power. We've heard that phrase for years, right? And you might think, that's kind of strange for a healing service. In all reality, it's not. Not at all. You're going to find out how um, this relates to healing. Say that out loud. Knowledge is power. So let me start the message with this. If you know that divine healing is for today, raise your hand. All over the building. Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. Okay? If you can say that you personally, yourself, are walking the manifestation of that divine healing every day, keep your hand up. We lost a lot of hands. Why? Okay, everybody can put your hands down now. We lost a lot of hands. Why? There's usually one of two reasons. It has to do with knowledge, right? One of two reasons, and sometimes both reasons, why we're not walking in the fullness of what has been given to us. Now, this goes for everything that pertains to the kingdom of God. But tonight, I'm teaching it um, in conjunction with healing, okay? Two reasons we're not walking in the fullness of God. We lack knowledge, or we're not acting on the knowledge we have. Two reasons, right? I know you want the word of God on that, so okay. Let's look at the first reason. We lack knowledge. Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Now, there's three very important elements in this scripture. Do you see them? Who? A problem and the result of a problem. Three elements. Who? My people. Now, this is God talking. Who's his people? Is he talking to sinners or about sinners? No. My people, he says. What's the problem? A lack of knowledge. Right? What's the result of the problem? Destruction. Ouch. Now, I promise it's going to get a little bit more uplifting than this. (laughs) Just hang in there. So according to the scripture, the children of God can be destroyed from what they don't know. Have you ever heard that phrase? Ah, what they don't know won't hurt them. Have you ever heard that? When it comes to things pertaining to the kingdom of God, not true. What you don't know can hurt you. It can destroy you. Amen. So um, I want to do something here to kind of illustrate where I'm going. So I'm going to ask Brandon to come up here. You just stand right there, kind of, yeah, where everybody can see you because they're going to want to see you. This is Brandon Miles. This is my son. He's a second-year Bible school student, but this is my son. And the reason I used him um, isn't because, you know, he's really good-looking and I'm really proud of him. But it's because, um, because I happen to know... Yeah, I've known him all his life. <laughs> so I happen to know that he and his brother, Preston, um, when they were little boys, loved superheroes. Actually, Preston still loves superheroes. <laughs> he still wears the shirts. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so Preston is over next door. He's in the youth room. He works with the youth. Yeah, he's a leader over there, right, sorry, he's a leader over there. He's, what would you say, he's funny, he's goofy, he's life of the party, 
he's kind of a bit of a clown in a good way. You know, he brings life to the room. That's Preston. Fun. And it's not that Brandon's not fun, but... (laughs) But Brandon, he was the kid that played um, the Rubik's Cube and didn't just want to do it but had to conquer the thing, right? Like to put puzzles together. Um, Anything he did, he had to do it really well. Played chess. Are you getting the picture? Okay. Total opposites, (laughs) right? But they both loved superheroes. Preston loved Superman. It was his favorite. How many people in here love Superman? Superman fans. Well, you will be by the end of this night. And Brandon's favorite was Batman. You're going to be sorry you did that. <laughs> so I honestly, serious, everything they got, every, it had to be like they shared a room for a long time, for many years. And so one side of the room was seriously a bunch of Batman stuff and the other side was Superman stuff. It was like this, you know, rival. Going. Well, Brandon comes to me about, he's about seven years old and he came to me one day and he said, he is very intellectual, even as a very young child. At four years old, he told us all at the dinner table, he announced that, I want you to know, I know everything. <laughs> you were four. four. So then when he's seven, he comes up to me and he says, Mom, I've made a decision about what I want to be when I grow up. And I said, okay. <laughs> seven years old. Okay. I'm going to be a superhero. Okay. And, you know, as a mom, you kind of chuckle on the inside. And I said, well, babe, you know, there's really no such thing as superheroes with superpowers. He said, that's not true. He said, Batman didn't have superpowers. Everything he does is from his brain. I was like, oh, that's true. Seven-year-old showing up as mom, right? So he's like, no, he used his mind. And he invented things that basically gave him the ability to do things that superheroes with superpowers could do. It's it's true, right? Y'all remember Batman? Okay. Well, (coughs) tonight... You know, um, I would like to announce that my son has become a superhero. And I would like to introduce to you, it's, it, he's not the superhero he thought that he would want to be, or he thought that he would always be. He's a different superhero. I would like to introduce to you Superman. Just stay right there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Superman. Ready? Made in the image of God. In right standing with God. Seated at the right hand of God in the most powerful kingdom in existence. Given everything that pertains to life and godliness, given power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt him, for the power given to him is greater than the power of the one that is in this world. He comes from heaven on a mission to save the people of earth from going to hell. He is better than the man of steel. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the man of God. Amen. Super man. <laughs> you like that? Now, I have to admit that I called my son and warned him of this because he probably wouldn't be acting this nice. You know, I mean, not that he's, he's very nice, but he'd be like, oh, Mom, what are you doing? Where are we going with this? Yeah. Um, so stay right there for a minute, okay? 
you can kind of back out for a minute if you want. So, um, Mac, are you Superman? Yes. Yes. Uh, Ashley, are you Superwoman? Yep. James, are you Superman? Yep. Yolanda, are you Superman? How many Supermans and Superwomans we got in this room? (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at Ephesians 1, 3. Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us, who, the whole church, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Another translation trenders all spiritual blessings as every spiritual blessing. This means that every spiritual blessing there is Every spiritual blessing there is, I have it. Every spiritual blessing there is, you have it. Say, I have every spiritual blessing. Glory to God. Is healing a spiritual blessing? Hallelujah. Now turn to Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. Amen. Although the word power is used twice in this verse. Do you see that? Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. There's actually two different words that are found in the original Greek here. The first word is translated as a word meaning authority. Uh Uh-oh. The second word is the same word in the Greek, power. So what Jesus actually said was, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over how much? All the power of the enemy. All the power of the enemy. Glory to God. What can hurt Superman? What can hurt you? Nothing. He said, this is, Je- this is Jesus is talking. I've given you authority over all the powers of the enemy and nothing can hurt you. Amen. Now I need to ask a question though. If this is true, then why are there Christians that are defeated? depressed and sick was he lying no i am convinced that the first time the devil whooped a christian he was shocked because satan defeated him i mean made a show of him openly in front of all his cohorts do you know that Defeated him. Satan is a defeated foe. Yet, he defeats, a defeated foe defeats Christians that walk and have all the authority over all the power of the enemy. What's wrong with that? What's going on there? Huh? Huh? So let's look at Superman for a minute. The, the, you know, the action superhero one. Okay? The fake one. <laughs> he had an arch enemy, right? 
Y'all remember who he was? Lex Luthor. Y'all remember? Okay. Lex Luthor um, was out to destroy Superman. He was jealous of him. He didn't want anybody having more power than he had. Who does that sound like? <laughs> kind of sounds like the devil to me. He's really jealous of you. He started with God. You know, I'm going to raise myself high above you. Right? And that pride caused a big, huge fall. So big that Jesus said that he saw him fall out of heaven like lightning. Right? He was kicked out. Right? Who is it that wants to destroy you? Satan. John 10.10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Who's the thief? Satan. And he has found our kryptonite. It's a lack of... Of knowledge. Let's reenact the very first time the devil defeated a born again Christian. Okay. So stand kind of up here. So. He sneaks up. Right. And he. Hits him with a thought. And then he. Hits him with another thought. And then he. Hits him with a symptom. You can start falling down now. (laughs) And then he hits them with another thought. And then he hits them with fear. You can start falling like down. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) He hits them with fear about the symptom. And he hits them with some more thoughts. And he hits them with this. And he hits them with that. And then all of a sudden he steps back and goes, Whoa, I didn't expect that. What happened? You can get up now if you want. Just kind of sit there. No, yeah, just, there you go. He said, I didn't expect that. Why did that work? I don't get it. I don't, oh, he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know that he has authority over all my power. That means all I have to do is find a Christian that doesn't know, and I can defeat him every time. Woohoo! It's going to be a party! Party! Right? And that lack of knowledge of who he is in Christ, the authority he has over the enemy, and that all spiritual blessings has been given to him, the lack of knowing that puts him in a puddle, in pieces, defeated and broken and in bondage. Come on now. And then one day, he hears, do you not know that your enemy has already been defeated? You have power in you that is greater than his. You've been given authority over him, and the power backing you up, up backing up your authority is God himself. Now you can get up. You have the authority over all his power. Well, he hears this and he goes, Whoa, whoa, I'm Superman. I'm better than the man of steel. Nothing can hurt me. And so then, then the devil comes back, right? And he turns and looks at him. Uh-oh. And he says, he says, I, under, I have been given the authority with the authority invested unto me. I pronounce you, devil, defeated in my life. You must go. Hallelujah. (laughs) Isn't this good? You guys getting this? 
If you've been one of those huddled down on the floor and the enemies has been beating you up, this is good news. You just had to hear the truth that kryptonite has, has put you in that position was the lack of knowledge that you, my friend, are Superman. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> now he stands in the authority that was given to him all along because he now knows that he has it. He took the suit out of the closet and put it on. <laughs> Now when the devil returns to him, he says, you're defeated. Go in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, should he pray? Should he talk to the Father about it? No. No, because he's been given authority over all the power of the enemy. He has, because of Jesus, you don't have to go to the Father about the enemy. You can just look the enemy straight in the eye and say, what you doing here? In the name of Jesus, be gone. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. Woo, I'm just preaching myself happy. I don't know about you. Amen. Now the kryptonite doesn't work. Because its main ingredient was a lack of knowledge and Superman doesn't have that anymore. Amen. Now he knows that he's been given power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt him. Hallelujah. Nothing means nothing. That means sickness and disease. That means guilt and condemnation. That means fear. That means insecurity. Hello? Are you listening to me? Nothing means nothing. So if something's hurting you, it's because you did not know you were Superman. But guess what? Now you know. Right? Hallelujah. Well, Brandon, you can be seated now. Thank you, babe. Yay. Now, remember the second thing that causes a Christian to not walk in everything God's given him? Not acting on the knowledge he has. Let's go to James 1, 21, 25. Well, I know it's in here. Here we go. James 1. through 25. I want to read this. All, all, um, is it four of them? Five of them. Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word the what implanted word which is able to save your souls be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves does this say that the devil's deceiving you you're deceiving yourself when you hear the word And then you do nothing. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. In other words, you look in the mirror, kind of forget what you look like. You have to go back and look again, right? But he who looks into the perfect law of Liberty. What's that? The truth shall set you free. Amen. And continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. You've been blessed 
with all spiritual blessings, right? And those blessings are activated in your life when you become a doer of the word and not just a hearer. Amen. Let's go back to um, Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. What's the next part? You don't hear this a lot. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. Hmm. Would you say that not acting on the knowledge you have is rejecting it? Rejected knowledge, rejecting knowledge is pride. And pride comes before a fall. Rejection is the opposite of submission. Right? James 4, 7. 4, 7. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. How many have heard this scripture? Right? But how many of you know that you can't um, reject the word and resist the devil at the same time? What's the first part? Submit to God. If you're not submitting to his word, you're not submitting to him. Come on now. If you're rejecting his word, you're not submitting to God. You can't stand up and say, I resist the devil in the name of Jesus. And he's going to go, sell Come on. See, what's awesome about this is I know it hurts your toes sometimes when we hear things like this, but it's truth sets you free. You know, it just takes receiving it and making an adjustment. Amen. If you do not submit to God and his word, resisting the devil will not work. So how many of you are ready to accept his word? And to act upon it. Huh? I want more hands than that. How many of you are ready to accept his word and act upon it? Amen. Glory to God. Say, I'm Superman. Amen. (laughs) This is going to be fun. How many Supermans do we have in the place? And they're ready to put their suits on. And nullify the power of the kryptonite that the enemy has used against you. Amen. Amen. We're suit up. Right? Did you need me? (laughs) Amen. We're going to suit up. Hallelujah. Say this. I've been given every spiritual blessing. Healing is a spiritual blessing. So it's been given to me. The devil has tried to steal it. But I have been given authority over his power. He has no power over me. He has no power over me. And because I have been given this authority... By my heavenly Father, Father, nothing nothing can harm me. (laughs) Nothing Nothing can harm me. me. Sickness Sickness can't hurt me. me. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Well, glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I'm currently teaching in the Bible school. I'm teaching the students the authority of the believer. And so they've been getting, they've gotten more taste of this than you did tonight. (laughs) So if you want more, you come to school, right? Um, But one of the things, they've been getting pumped, you know, with authority of the believer. How much, how how many of you students are getting pumped? Huh? Amen. 
And one of the things that we really like to do in the Bible school is not just fill people's heads with knowledge, but their hearts with knowledge, and then to show them how to be doers of the Word. Not just hear it, but do it. You know, walk it out. So Mark 16, 7 says, And these signs will follow those who believe. They'll follow who? Does it say pastors? Does it say teachers? Does it say just evangelists? It says who believes. Amen. These signs signs shall follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will lay hands on the sick and they might recover. Will recover. Glory to God. So if you came here tonight with sickness in your body, your face should be pretty high right now, right? Because you're Superman, right? You're better than the man of steel. Nothing can hurt you. Devil, what you've been doing putting this on me? Are you kidding me? So here's what we want to do. I want my students to hook up because I'm telling telling you right now, their face is really high. (laughs) I want them to hook up with you and I want them to lay hands on you. Okay? So I want um, all my students that are ready to lay hands on people, I want you to line up right here. And I guess we need to get this out of the way. We got enough room to get them all the way across. If you have to stand in front of the steps, you can stand in front of the steps down there. And this is a good looking crowd. It's a bunch of supermen looking at a bunch of supermen. We're family. Hallelujah. So we're going to hook off with you. So if you're here and you came with sickness, pain, deformity, um, anything that is not of God. You know, sometimes when we just say a sickness, it, it's not necessarily a sickness. You know, there could be pain. There could be a broken bone. There could be um, muscles and, um, amen, disease, infirmity. Anybody here with any of that? Now listen. It's really big on my heart that the body of Christ would not seek a certain person to lay hands on them. Because if you're seeking for a certain person to lay hands on you, then your faith is in the person and not in God. Amen. And and we're not laying our hands on you. They're not going to lay hands on you because you because you know you can't do it yourself. And you know they're not doing it because you can't. You don't have healing in you. Yes, you do. Amen. You're Superman. Amen. We're hooking our faith up with you tonight. When you walk up here, you are walking out that knowledge that you were lacking. And you're going to walk in it. And you're going to hook up. They're going to hook up with you. And no more. You are meant to walk in divine health and carry healing in your hands. Amen. How many here tonight um, that normally comes to the church on Wednesday nights, um, how many of you brought someone that needed healing? I'm really, really disappointed. Listen, can I just talk to you, sister, to brother and sister for a minute? These meetings are not meant for the body of Christ to have to continually come and get healing. You're meant to walk in healing. You're Superman. You talk to the devil, you tell him where to go. He tries to hit you with a symptom. What? You kidding me? Nothing can hurt me. It's the Bible. It's the word. It's the truth. There's not a maybe in that. Amen. You should be bringing people though. And I'm going to get onto you right now. Getting onto you. Bring people. 
bring people in these healings. Let, let's start packing the house. Because when people see a healing and a miracle, it settles the deal that our God is a true God, the only God, the real God. Amen. It's really, healing is really for the unbeliever. Divine health is for the believer. Divine health is for the child of God. Healing is actually for those that are not in the body of Christ. Amen. Are you hearing me? So we need to bring them in. Let them experience the love of God, the power of God through healing and miracles. Can, can you agree to start doing that? Can you start doing that for me? Start bringing people. Let's surprise Pastor Mark. Let's let the next Wednesday night, let's just pack the house. Can you do that? Let's do it. I vow to do it too. We'll bring somebody. Okay? If I do that, how many people are going to agree with me? Now I'll bring somebody. Come on. I'm going to bring somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so who has who has stuff in your body and it's about to go? If it hadn't already. <laughs> hey. How many came in and you had pain, something that you, you knew it was there, you could feel it, and it's already gone? Amen. Glory to God. The Word of God works. It's truth and it sets you free. Amen. So how many have sickness, infirmities, some symptoms in your body right now? Stand up. Just stand up. Hallelujah. Okay, so the ushers know what to do. You can start making your way, folks. Make your way into the aisle. Start coming up to the front. Now, those of my students that were not in the room, we had an announcement. So if you don't know what that was, you weren't in the room before service, you better ask somebody next to you really fast. <laughs> Amen. We need some down here. down here guys come down here as we have you. <laughs> so just hold on. Just be thanking God. Thank him. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 
God is here. You know how I know? Because he lives inside of you. (laughs) Amen. You walked inside this place. You brought God with you. Hallelujah. Everywhere you go, you take him with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Supermans. You know, we should not allow the atmosphere to affect us. We should affect the atmosphere. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to glory, glory. Hey, sweetheart, are you ready to get prayer? Does it hurt her? You can go right there, that nice lady right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She'll pray for you as soon as there's an usher over here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your anointing. I thank you that your anointing is in each one of these students. Thank you, Lord, when they lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Hallelujah. Sickness has to go. Hallelujah. Diseases have to go. Pain, they have to go. Have to go. Satan, you have to go. Ah. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Hallelujah. You know what's awesome? You know why it's better to be Superman than Batman? Did you get that? Because Batman relied on his own, his own mind, his own strength, his own ability. But Superman has superpowers. The authority backing us up, the power backing us up, our authority. We don't have to do it in ourselves. Glory to God. Glory to God. Everything we do, we do in Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you. Oh, we thank you, Father. You're faithful. Hallelujah. You're so faithful, God. Faithful to your word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You are faithful. Faithful, <laughs> your word is true. We can depend on you. Hallelujah. Oh, you never let us down, never let us down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory, glory. Let's just lift our hands. Praise the Lord. Glory. Stand up. Let's praise God. We praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Sickness is leaving right now. Pains are leaving right now. Hallelujah. Bones. 
bones and spines are being straightened in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Disease are leaving organs right now in the name of Jesus. Fear is leaving people in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Demons are on the run, people. Satan's on the run. Hallelujah. He's not going to stay in the room with one Superman. Forget all of us. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, you're so good. You're so good, Daddy. You're so good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. We just worship you, God. We worship the name of Jesus. All glory be unto you. All glory be unto you, Father. All glory be unto you. Oh, hallelujah. The name above every name. Jesus. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. The name above all names. The name that gives us the authority that we have. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We glorify you. Be glorified, Father. Be glorified. Be glorified. We worship you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Sorry.
close your eyes and say this. I want you to say, devil, say, devil, you must go. Now, in Jesus' name, I ain't putting up with you no more. You better leave me now. Because I have authority to tell you to. And you have to go. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Yes, in the name of Jesus, be free, be healed. You spirit of infirmity, you must go in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, free, 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 free. Free, 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 free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Freedom in her soul. Yes, Lord. Freedom in her soul. Thank you, Jesus. You come to heal the brokenhearted. Set captives free. Free. Healed. Free. Healed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're free. Say, I'm free. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory to God. We still got some people praying. Thank you, Jesus. for a second, please. Let's just praise him. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for healing. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings of the kingdom. Thank you, Father. Thank you for giving them to us. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, that's right. Let's just keep praising him for a minute. We praise you, Father. We glorify you. We glorify the name of Jesus. We magnify the name of Jesus. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you. Praise you. We praise you. <laughs> Woo. Well, this was fun. Amen. Where's Mac? Is he gone? Somewhere working somewhere? Um, well, 
comes. I didn't know if you need to say anything. <laughs> you need a microphone? 